You're with Ed and Moon. Up next, more Ed and Moon. Yeah, believe the sting. It is Ed and Moon. Uh, myself, Ed Cavley, Lawrence Moon, Man Mooney. Hello, Ed. Hello, Jay Muller. Yeah, Jay, the man in the middle. Hello. Hello to you, sir. Today, Dr. Jay. To Dr. Jay. Well, thank you. An actual doctor. Today's topic, growing up, Lawrence Moon, Man Mooney and Jay. What does it take to grow up? What does it mean to grow up? I want to talk about uh, your first times. I'm talking about moving out of home. I'm talking about love. We're talking about life. We're talking about big moments in your life. We're talking about being tempered in the fire of experience. What does that mean? Um, when something happens to you that mm. changes you forever mm -hmm. and put you on a particular course. Oh. It's a maturation process. It's like turning that bottle of, you know, Cote de Rhone deep in the cellar of life and all of a sudden it starts to mature in a particular way. Is it like spitting the high octane fuel into the engine direct like mm. they do in Mad Max? It's like putting the seen that? horseshoe Mad into Max the 4. fire. Mad Max 4, thank yes. you. Letting it get red hot, mm. sticking it in and then beating it into a particular shape. And uh, I'll, I'll start by telling you one of those experiences with me was being dragged from a grade four class by a one-armed vice principal mm. and pissing my pants. Well, that... And that tempered me, that changed me. All right, well, let's start with that shortly. Didn't Moon. To our sponsor... Madam Weewa's naughty curtain room. Uh, there was a mob scene. There was a mob scene and Ivan Sanders uh, was beaten mm -hmm. uh, in the playground. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, I think he'd stolen the ball of the grade fours okay. and uh, the, the, uh, the grade fours mobbed around him. Okay. And so he was led into our class with a black eye right. and just started pointing randomly. Ah, oh, right, right, right. He did it, he did it. He did it. Mm -hmm. And I, I was on the end of one of those. And were you part of the mob? I was part of the mob, but I didn't strike the boy. Why were you in the mob then? Maybe I was inciting the mob. Maybe I was maybe I was leading the mob. Yeah, I maybe I was your reclaim the ball. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I was your United Patriot ball front <laughs> with my ball tattoo on and, my bald head. And was he? Just going, oh, ball stealers are coming into our playground. Yeah, yeah, stealing Stop our the balls, ball stealers. Stealing our balls. Coming here, <laughs> taking our balls. <laughs> with Sending their, them back home. With their strange ways. Yes. Attacking our balls. Attacking our way of life, one <laughs> ball at a time. <laughs> so I was, I was, uh, you were fingered. I was fingered, and Bruce Little, our one-armed vice principal, as if that wouldn't strike fear into children. Yeah, anyway, good. a one-armed guy with his it? sleeve pinned up. Mm. He was born without it. Okay. He had a twin brother, mm. and this was a weird thing. His twin brother used to arrive at the school fate occasionally, mm. two arms. Oh, there's Mr. Little with two arms. There's Mr. Little with one arm. Well, it's easy to tell them apart. Mm. So what happened? So you get dragged. Why were you singled out for a dragon? So, I, I think uh, I blame my face again. Yeah. My face is one of those faces that it's incites true. fury and anger. It's true. Random people have punched it at yeah. sporting events yeah. and in nightclubs They're for cool. no good reason. Well, I'm sure there was good reasons for both oh, of I'm those. sure there was. Um, so you get dragged out. He dragged me off my desk seat and I was already like dragged I was, you know, I was off my feet, yeah. being dragged across the floor, mm -hmm. um, screaming for mercy, mm -hmm. pleading clemency, mm -hmm. and uh, I pissed my pants. Yeah, in the room or out in the no, hallway? No, out in the hallway, and he's, you know, yelling abuse at me. And a really big puddle or just down oh, the Oh, no, I was pissing for a long time <laughs> up that hallway. I've been back to that hallway. Um, they've left the, they've still got and they've got, it's called the, uh, the, 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 the memorial yeah. piss hallway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I left a big wet smear. So then I got to the office and 
he went back to fetch some others. And I Freely. thought, I'll position myself in front of the heater. That did no good whatsoever. <laughs> That'll dry us off. But what it taught me... Uh, yeah, what, did it, what was the lesson there? Well, I, I, I don't think I'm as afeared as I was as that nine-year-old wow. child. I can stare into the face of adversity mm-hmm. and fear, mm-hmm. and I think to myself, whatever's going to happen, mm-hmm. I'm not going to piss my pants. Now, when was the last time you urinate, you did piss your pants? Uh, when I was 1974, when I was nine years old. No, no, since then. No, no, I've shit myself, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've prematurely ejaculated, but yeah. I have not done we in my pants. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've, gro- <laughs> I've grown He's, up. Look at this guy. Well, that's growing up for you. But what it taught me, uh, the, the lesson was yet to come. What lesson? In the playground, I was being mocked. Somebody yep. spotted the large wet pant- yep. patch Bang. and said, Mooney has pissed his pants. And what I did next was became unpredictable. What did you do? I became unpredictable. I, I lashed out in fury. Yeah, it was a vicious cycle. And so what I learned also was if you're unpredictable, people will leave you alone. <laughs> you're with Ed Moon. The following may contain mature themes, inappropriate language, and other bits of filth that is standard issue for Moon. Thank you. Growing up is the theme today. I want to give you a quote, Jay Moon. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But you either run from it or learn from it. Where do we think that's from? I would say, I'd say it's Gandhi or Mandela. Oprah. You're both half right, the Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Currently, the world. Is it Mustafa? No, it doesn't. Telling Simba. I think. Who is it? No, because Mustafa would be dead at this point. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. So I think Mustafa is already dead. Oh, so it's a soliloquy. It's it's Simba inside his own head. I think it's his girlfriend. You know how he gets that girlfriend? When Simba gets banished off to the wilds with Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I think for anyone that's just sat down in the musical, um, then I believe it's his girlfriend that would say that to Mm. him. I I can't remember it exactly. Mm. Are we talking pre or post Akuna Matata? No, no, pre. Oh, no, uh, pre Akuna. No, post Akuna Matata. Right. You've got to remember, Akuna Matata is the moment when Simba is genuinely thinking. He's distressed. Yeah, but it, no, no, he's not at that point. He's thinking. Oh, yes, he is. You're right. Well, and he he's is, thinking, yeah. but maybe I can just make a new life <laughs> here in the jungle with the Correct. warthog and the meerkat. Yeah. And it's this good start. It's, it's a great start, and it's the relationship that he he gets some tail when the girl shows up. Mm. It's that, then she makes him go back. She, she's a hot lion. We're not talking she's, trans species. She's... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go on a, a holiday to like Bangkok magic... and, yeah. and and pick up a jaguar or a magic toad or something. <laughs> right. and saying, "Hey, go finish your problems." He is. He doesn't end up with a donkey. No, he doesn't. Voiced by <laughs> Eddie Murphy. I think you're combining not only films, but uh, yeah. movie studios. Very various copyright infringements taking place <laughs> and at the moment. against our Lord. Yeah, our Lord. <laughs> so then he goes back, and as we know, he saves the day, he reunites the kingdom, and everything is good in the world. And then he has his own, he has his own baby at the end, doesn't he? Do they have their own child? The I circle think, of life continues, oh, does it not? Yeah, it's the, the whole point. it's the circle of life, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure assume. I can see a baby lion running around and some hot, <laughs> wet, animated tears dripping onto the savannah floor. Let me ask you something. Mm. Do you know, have you either of you two boys seen the Lion King musical? The live yes. one? Oh, you had the live one? I have. No, but With the I puppets. have. Okay. 
puppets. Well, they're yeah. not puppets. All right. but they're... I haven't seen it, but I was backstage at the Queensland Theatre. Yeah, or Cupac. Cupac. Mm. The night you came to see my show, yeah. The Lion King's on. I'm down in... The, the, the cafeteria getting oh. some chips out of the vending machine, and there's people down there wearing, you know, lions and zebras <laughs> on their head and elaborate African makeup, just having a cup of soup, you know, yeah. just waiting to be yeah. called. I was like, wow, doing you're, Sudoku. You're Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa, put down the yeah, kick. Like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. yeah good, thanks, mate. <laughs> just well, ripping into a cherry roll. My question is this, Jay, when you saw it, yes. do you remember a large elephant? In the Lion King, the, uh, the stage. Because he remembers you, Jay. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> That'll do us. Move on. It's Ed Moon on the Triple M Summer Breakfast page on iTunes or triplem.com.au, or you can just yell at Moon on the street. Can I tell you about some boots? Uh, Ed Moon with you and, uh, uh, mm. and Jay's our man in the middle. Can I tell you about someone who disgusted me? Yes. Whilst uh, growing up? Yes. Of course. As part or of someone who up. hasn't grown up. No, no. This is someone who I, I don't. I think they've hijacked a moment of someone else growing up so badly that I, I since I have become since I got married, I've become it's odd because in the lead up to my marriage, I wasn't that sensitive to marriage related issues. But right. since I've been married, I am actually very sensitive to marriage related issues. And can I ask you just quickly, has marriage been a big point of maturation for you? Have you have yeah. you felt you've grown up as a result of marriage? I felt as though I should have done it years and years and years ago. What on earth was I doing? You're an idiot. And, but it has, I think, changed, my wife is, it's sort of changed her more than it's changed me because it's like, it's like she's done, it's like the wedding did this for her. It's like her soul went, ah. Yes. It's like she just settled into her life as the way she was hoping to run it and she couldn't be happier. That's a very good way of describing it. And men often battle marriage, but once they get into it, they go, that. That oh, I'm happy with the status quo here. The pressure's off. The search is over. Thank you. I should have done it. All I have to do is keep reinventing my sex life. But apart from that, I, it's over. I just don't want to become too predictable. What do you mean, say reinvent, reinvent the whole thing? No, or no, you're going to change it tweaks? up. Just change it up. Do you? Don't make the same foreplay and oh, the same breathing pattern, really? the same time. It's like change be- it up. How do you? That's your job, my is friend. It really? Yeah. Well, that reminds me of those two blokes that they're married, those two guys that were married. and they, In Ireland? Uh, no, they were, I think, Canada. Right. And they were coming back from a trip, and their bag, they were waiting for their bag at the marriage, marriage at the marriage council, at the baggage carousel. <laughs> marriage carousel. There's an interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> Channel, oh, that one. Oh, no, no. Oh, look at this one. Channel it's 9. Like a sushi train. Well, that's a new show for Channel 9. Yeah, marriage marriage carousel. carousel. If you can do married at first sight, why not just get them... Uh, brides swinging around. So they were waiting for their bag. And as they waited for their bag, they noticed there's our bag, but taped to the front of their bag was their sex toy. No. Right. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> taped to the front. Yep. And what had happened was they, they said, this is an outrage. How dare you? We're, this is an invasion of our privacy. <laughs> but the air, and so they tried to sue the airline. Hmm. It didn't work. Because the airline said, you can't prove that you didn't do that. Right. Oh, right. Because they didn't have a before shot of their bag. Because apparently their bag was incredibly <laughs> stuffed full. And the zipper was sort of coming apart. And so the baggage handlers have opened it. That's what they claim. They've opened it, 
grabbed the, oh, that's obviously the offending article, this giant sex toy, and then taken that and then strapped it to the front. I don't think that's the truth. But because they couldn't prove that that's, <laughs> that was their doing, which I thought was an incredible way of identifying your own suitcase. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> that's ours, love. No, no, love. Our sex toy is red. That one is pink. Yeah, I no, thought, sorry, yeah. you're right. <laughs> No, that's a tartan ribbon. That's, that's Arnie not, Doris's. Yeah. Yeah. How's on Antler, love? How's on Antler? So that's, that's a, a sidebar. I'll tell you what, Eva, it was, a, yeah, it was a used sex toy. No one's touching that suitcase, are they? You're not going to have someone steal You can't steal say the words used sex toy anywhere in society. Can you? Unless you're on Craigslist and you're trying to sell it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're on Gumtree. Actually, Jake, I was going to say Gumtree Craigslist. While while we're chatting, just just go to Gumtree and throw the words used sex toy into the search. Free love. I'll just go to my search history. (laughs) Yeah, just go. Number one or two that comes up. That is actually the literal meaning of pre-loved, isn't it? It is absolutely right. And we'll come back and find out the results. Ed and Moon. Together they are Ed and Moon. When we left you... Um, we we heard a charming story about a couple who'd had their sex toy taped to the front of their bag. And mm. it got us thinking, if you go into Gumtree, Jay, and you type in used sex toy, how many... Well, I, I typed in used sex toy Gumtree, and this is interesting from a geographic perspective in Thank Australia. You. Right. I like a sociological so we, study. We are in Australia. Now, which region do you think is going to come up? First, Queensland. How dare you? Bang, in one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I typed in used sex toy Gumtree, and it comes up sex toys in Queensland. Gumtree Australia, free local classifieds. Yeah, yeah. local classifieds. All right. Number so- two, sex toys in Brisbane region. And number three, Jesus. sex toys in Perth. Wow. Mm. So sex toys. All right. But can, now, but can, and you know, if you've been washing it with a nice, gentle... Um, Lufa? A germicidal soap. Now, I don't want to say that there isn't a problem here. There's a massive disconnect. <laughs> I do not know what's going on in Queensland, uh, but what? Sex Toys in Queensland gives you the following. A Blaze Kelpie. <laughs> right. A, a Kanyur X Green Cheek, which is a bird. A Blue American Staffy. Wow. And true. Jamila from the Little Legs Cat Rescue. Wow, that is wrong. Okay, there's a... There, what is going so, on? Something's broken down in the search engine, and they're offering up pets when they shouldn't be. And talking about growing yeah, up, what yeah. we're doing now is not growing up. We're no, not no. being We've mature. regressed. We're We've regressed. regressed so far. Okay. Why does this always happen? This Sex- started out about a... No- you know what this started is a nice story about marriage, and yeah. now it's turned into the Jamila, the Catwoman from Queensland, dishing up cats as sex toys. But a, a very important thing in terms of growing up within your marriage is reinventing your sex life. Very stop important to keep that alive. That. Stop reinvent. Saying that. Stop saying okay, reinvent. Tell me when I've got to stop this story. Go. A friend of mine was working for... For... Actually, Jay, you're the expert in all um, in we'll, broadcasting we'll broadcasting codes. Mm. When, and when Jay says that's enough, yeah. it's like beat the bomb, the classic old radio. <laughs> okay. This is a new segment. Mooney's beat the story, right? Mm. Which is when... Well, when I was on Mix 101.1, it was dump the pump. Oh. Free petrol. Do, 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 do. 14 litres. Yeah, <laughs> we've done that. Which is like, yeah, you don't want to let off a bomb in a petrol station, <laughs> even if you are a commercial radio station. <laughs> it's wrong. So anyway, true. so a friend of mine went to LA to try and crack it and uh, failed badly. And yeah. she is this got... me? <laughs> <laughs> no, she oh, got she a could. job oh. with an executive moving company. And they come into your house and they take... Polaroids of every room, uh-huh. 
and they take all your stuff yep. and they set it up in your new place exactly how fantastic. it was. Fantastic. Yes, fantastic. So her job, being a woman, was when there was a woman of the house to move the bedroom. Oh, All nice. the smalls, all the clothes. Fantastic. All the bedside drawers. Beautiful. Insert name of actress here. Yep. No, you can't say You no. said yes. No, you said insert name of actress here. That's what I said yes to. Right, okay. Insert name of actress here. <laughs> insert... The yes was code for don't say it. Yeah, insert beeping here. Yes. Okay, so we're going to beep that name out. Yes, we are. Well, she had to move her bedroom. Right. And in there, taking the Polaroids, uh, got to look under the bed. What's under the bed? The biggest dildo <laughs> covered with dust and a bit of fucking chewing gum and a hair clip. It's just been, it had been used and just cast aside. It's like, ah, ah, surely get that's, under there. Sure. Yeah. And that was on, on Saturday night. As I was like, oh, I know what's been happening in those car key shorts, you dirty bird. Okay. Right. Sorry. And so, hang on, you've got to the end of your story. That is the end of the story. Wow. She had the biggest, but she had to basically take it out from underneath the bed, pack it in bubble wrap, take it to the new house and throw it under the new bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to the end of his story. It's Ed Moon, thanks to our sponsor. Madam Weewa's naughty curtain room. Here's another quote about growing up, Moon. You ready? Go. A man, as a general rule, owes very little to what he is born with. A man is what he makes of himself. Jay, who do we think that is? I'm going to go with my previous guest and say Oprah. <laughs> A uh, moon, John F. Kennedy. Yeah, you're both sort of close. Alexander Graham Bell, ah, right? Inventor right. of the telephone. Do you know uh, this is a little off topic, but it is a quote, and it's the quote that I'm really enjoying a lot at the moment mm. by Henry Ford. Mm, I love Henry Ford, and it says, "If you think you can, or you think you can't, then you're probably right." I've Whoa. come to the realisation that wow. I'll probably never do anything uh, like grandiose in the world. So my wife said to me the other day, um, you know, um, if you want to be a successful businessman, a study just said, you've got to start the business by 32. You're 35. Mm. <laughs> Meaning that she's 30, so she's still got time. So, Moon, as you grow up, does your ambition just diminish to the sort of, all right, well, I can, I probably can't do that, but I might be able to do this. Well, all right, that didn't work. So I can't do that, but then maybe I can do this. Like you never get, like, how do you hit these? How do you hit the home runs? What I've found uh, at the age of 50 yeah. is that it's, it's not about when you start, but what's happened for me is I've become increasingly focused. And maybe that is the passage of time. You think, well... Uh, life expectancy minus the years I am, leave me this much time left. Right. So maybe I'm giving myself 32 years, maybe probably 15 to 20 years working life right. left. And so I've done a whole lot of stuff and you just start to hone right. and become a lot more productive in a short space of time. That's interesting. And there's a French philosophy that says, you know, you go through life and it, essentially you rule out all the things you don't like mm. and it leaves you with the things that you like. And so wow. that too, in a, in a work sense, it's like, no, I don't want to do all of these things. I want to do these few things now. Mm. I'm going to carve my niche. Mm. And I think that the passage of time just makes you 
more focused. Or it doesn't, and you never, and you end up just being frustrated forever. Well, if, you, if you've had a massive dream and it's either been crushed or discarded, mm. then you can be at a loose end. Mm. And that's troubling mm. if you have no focus. Mm. Like the guy that did the... It was made into a film called Danny Deck Chair, but the actual film... Wow. what a terrible film. Uh, the actual story is an amazing story about a, a US park ranger that put weather balloons on a deck chair yeah. and flew into the flight paths of LAX. Why? Because he wanted to be airborne in a chair. Anyway, it was a life's dream. Who doesn't? He'd studied weather patterns. He'd worked well, he on this thing. He did it, but his life spiralled out of control after he came down. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, By the not, way, okay. kids, if you're listening to this, do not follow your dreams. Yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah. you do. Do not assert yeah. yourself do or try. You're with Ed and Moon. The following may contain mature themes, inappropriate language, and other bits of filth that is standard issue for Moon. Coming up, Ed, yeah. I'm going to play a game that we all are familiar with on this show, and that yeah. is Who Would You Rather Be? Oh, okay. Like well, then game. this is a short one. Then, then give me just quickly. Growing up, tell me you two. Tell me your first job you ever had. Jay, what's the first job you ever had? Mowing lawns. Yeah. So I walked walked around with a lawnmower and mowed people's grass. I like that. Right. Entrepreneurial, door to door. I got one of those jobs where you know, in year ten, when they have work experience, yeah. and the kid that couldn't be bothered having a vision for his own future doesn't apply for a job, but the school's got a few up their oh, sleeve. No. I got one of those. Which end up? And then I parlayed it into a summer job, which was fiberglassing spas at Jericho Spas. I loved that job more <laughs> than any really? other job I've ever done since. You I loved making spas. I Are love they still paying you? Because you got the, the brand and yeah, the name and everything say, correct. Plug. They burnt to the ground, Jericho Spas. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> I mean, fiberglass chemicals, resins are highly flammable. You've got to be very careful with that stuff. Do you have a job that ends in a nice story? (laughs) I actually ran into my old boss recently. He was at a comedy gig. He's fine. Right. But football heroes of mine worked there because he was uh, a star of Essendon's uncle. I'm not going to name any names because you guys get all (laughs) fidgety when I say names. That's very true. When I say (laughs) giant dildo, you go, don't say (laughs) <laughs> it's Ed Moon on the Triple M Summer Breakfast page on iTunes or triplem.com.au or you can just yell at Moon on the street. We're talking about growing up and um, but we're playing our favourite game, which is who would you rather be? And I think that when you're growing up, part of your formative process is becoming deeply involved in a show. Now, I'm taking a punt here, Ed. Born 1979, yeah. I would say that one of the shows that you probably really became quite absorbed in was... Full House. Yeah, I liked Full House. Yeah. Did you like it? I liked Full House. Did you want to be one of the characters in Full House? Uh, no, because I, I, I thought it was, uh, I, I, I didn't like the sort of very slanty street that they lived on. Oh, right. In um, San Francisco. Everyone, I You're remember- already looking at real estate thinking, <laughs> oh, I like the, I, I like the house. I like the but angle not a of that street. ride. I just remember thinking to myself, because I was a big bike rider, to try and ride my bike up that hill would make me upset. Well, what about glass half full? What about down that yeah, hill? Yeah, that's not how I thought. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's not how I thought about it. Yep. So um, I grew up uh, a, a generation earlier with mm. happy days. Oh, God. Now, what I'm asking is, who would you rather have been Excellent. growing up? Excellent. Scott Bayo or John Stamos? Now, give me the... Give me the... Give, me, give, give the, you the ins and outs. Yeah, okay, Scott Bayo, uh, 
he played Chachao Cola, Fonzie's youngest cousin, yeah. on Happy Days. Yeah. He was then part of what ended up being three spin-offs from Happy Days. Hmm. Uh, there was Laverne and Shirley, yep. Mork and Mindy, and he was in uh, Char- uh, Chachi Loves Joni. Which is the worst of the three. Joni Loves Chachi, rather. Which is the worst of the three. So he ended up with his own spin-off. He was a, a young but Italian stallion. But he's a punchline. Scott Bayer's a punchline. He's the type yes. of guy that they get in Arrested Development to sort of make fun of himself. Did he go on the gear? Was he on the? Was he allegedly nah, to have he some... wasn't. His peccadillo was Uh-oh. that he started to espouse... Republican right-wing views. Right. He said that uh, there was many times during his acting career when he stepped back and didn't comment because there's a stigma within the industry that if you talk as a conservative or a Republican, you don't work. Which is true. There's a very good reason for that, Scott. It's called the McCarthyist era, when all of you guys turned on the lefties and ruined their careers and lives. So I'm sure Scott Payo is going to be listening to this. So, Scott, you've been served, my friend. Joey, I love you, but your stance on gun control just cannot continue. Yeah, so we'll be back after these messages. All right, now give me the You know what, Mr. C, I really love it that you're a small businessman. I mean, hardware's important, and you're employing people, which is great. When I grow up, I want to work for the industrial military complex, please. (laughs) And then there's Stamos. Now, Stamos... Stamos, a hundred times. Every day of the week, Stamos. Stamos is also sometimes summed up in a punchline as, you know, the pissed guy were on Kerry Ann Kennelly's so morning what? show. But he is way cool. He's I didn't very... realise that he plays quite often with the Beach Boys. Yeah, he... Okay. What's his most... What's his most famous music moment? Um, he, he, he released an album. No, 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 no. When the Beach Boys released their comeback single without Brian Wilson Kokomo... Which is a great right. song. Yes, Kokomo. For Cocktail, the movie Cocktail. He is in the video clip. Yes. When they're playing on the fake beach, he is in. he's the drummer up the back. And it is so incredible. If you do some YouTubing of it now, mm. you, you, can't, you can't believe that this man can do both. It's so incredible to see. And you're like, he's an incredible actor in, full, in everything, in Full House. He's a cool guy. And there he is playing drums in the Beach Boys. He married a Victoria's Secrets model. Yeah, that, that marriage that, is now over. Yeah, of course But they is. were married for, you know, seven or eight years. That's enough. Got sick of reinventing. <laughs> On he moved. I've scared the shit out of you with reinventing. Yeah, yeah. And in 2000, he purchased an entrance sign of Disneyland on eBay slash Gumtree for $30,700. So he's got a little bit of cash. Right, let me ask Scott Bayo. I'm going definitely going John Stamos. What about you, uh, uh, Jay? I'm going Scott Bayo because as far as I can tell, he's still working. Right. Oh, wow. What's he got but coming out? I don't no, think, hang on. What's I think he got he coming out? He's espoused his political views. He was just views. in Arrested Development, which you mentioned, which to me, that, that brings cred. Because I'm not sure playing with the Beach Boys is actually the epitome of cool. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, How really. How them are still alive, I <laughs> suppose? In, in 1990, was it 1988, which is when it came out, which is when Kokomo came out, that was fairly cool at that point, I would imagine. It's the, it's the equivalent of being... Well, that's not really the equivalent. Scott Bayo in 2010, and th- that's how long it is since he's... Had a his, job? No, his Wikipedia page has been updated because uh. it's the last reference. He received significant negative public reaction for posting an unflattering photo and comment about US First Lady Michelle Obama. <laughs> that's not cool. See, I can't, cool be, I can't be Bayo with any of that gear going on. <laughs> Bayo was a good-looking young, you know, young rooster from Brooklyn, yep. but I still go with Stamos. No, everyone. Okay. I think it's, it, it's Italy versus Greece, isn't it? Every- <laughs> it's old school. Ed and Moon. Together they are Ed and Moon.
Um, I'll give you another quote, okay? I can trust my friends. These people force me to examine myself, encourage me to grow. Who's that? I'll go for a Mark Twain. Close. Oprah. Close. Cher. Uh, yes. Cher. Cher. You know what? What? I wish that she could turn back time. <laughs> for, her, for her own sake. So do I. <laughs> you know, I, I but I, that is not part of growing up. There are songs that trigger certain moments in your life. You know that one, her comeback signal, sing, single, I don't need you anymore. Do you believe in love? In love? Uh, she was the first one to use that device, yep. wasn't she? Sing through a computer. Right. She was, it's yeah, sort of auto-tune. Yes, but auto-off-tune. What's, what's it called? Auto-tune, but, auto-tune. She, but she sort of, she reverbed her, her voice on it. Yeah. Really good song. But I was in a nightclub in the Gold Coast when that song first came out. And uh, in Cocktails and Dreams, and I was wearing a white shirt with a shark tooth necklace and mm. a singlet on underneath. A puka shell necklace. And long hair slicked back yes. and rose-colored, rose-tinted sunglasses to complete the effect. What a freak you must have looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. I think this is, this is not the auto-tune one. No, no, this is Turn Back Time. This is the classic. Yeah. Where. Do you know, I, I, I think she's incredibly sexy, always have done. But my sure moment was when she starred in Moonstruck. Oh, yeah. God, she was gorgeous in you Moonstruck. You love Moonstruck? And what a fabulous comedy that is. It's a good movie. I reckon Nicolas Cage, from then on, he slipped. Do you know what, what happened I, to him? I did some massive Googling on, on Nicolas Cage the other you day. Because, Googled the hell out of Because him. I was on the Foxtel. Because there's one thing you can guarantee on Foxtel On Demand. That mm. there's going to be a Nicolas Cage movie you've never heard of. Nicolas Cage has turned into Steven Seagal. Right. The last great moment was in 2007 when he did National Treasure 2, which is a, a legitimate Hollywood blockbuster. Since then, it's just been all guided by the light, where he's just doing straight-to-video releases. And I believe, from what the, what the Ethernet told me, it was because he never grew up, and he didn't manage his money, and he bought ah. that giant castle in the, wherever it was. I can ah. never remember. And it just drew it. the final word. He's bought a castle, thinking, "Here we go, I'm the bloke in the castle." And then he's got in there and gone, "Hey, why is it leaking?" And they're like, "Yeah, because it's built in 15th century, needs fixing." Yeah. Uh, what? Yes, millions. Yeah. Money pit. Million dollars, please. Which is another fantastic film, a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, I strongly right. recommend that. Who and plays the female lead? Shelley Long. Pit. Shelley Long. Yeah, does she's an incredible great. job. And there's a, a great moment where someone I can't remember who said who was saying that they'd done this, but. Nicholas Cage was seen, hat down, sunglasses in the middle of winter and wherever this place is where the castle was, stomping up and down the street, swearing into a phone to a, right. um, presumably his manager back in the day. Assistant. What Assistant. was he? Were they shooting an episode of Grand Designs? Yeah. The Eastern European supplier had fallen through and it's been raining. It's been raining. Oh, everyone's got to compromise and it hasn't turned out like it did. Do you know what, Grand Designs? You only need one episode. I've seen everyone. Can, and I, can I talk about, let's talk about Grand Designs for I'm, a minute. It, that guy is an arrogant ass. I, oh, I, they are wankers. They are it's wankers. It's always the same. Okay. I hate it. What an amazing plan. Wow, they're going so well. The Eastern European supplier has failed to bring the windows around. Heavy weather has, oh, they've got to compromise because they've gone over budget. Are you happy with this? Oh, actually, you've done a wonderful job. Grand designs. Piss off, Kevin. Unfortunately, (laughs) the Polish granite you ordered hasn't come in. So yeah. you're just going to have to have fibro. <laughs> you're going to have to have a fibro shack on the on the on this hill overlooking the water. Or 
there's some oh, kind of planning up. permit just problem where they have to put something up for fire safety, yes. and you know the moment the cameras are switched off, they're going to tear that Straight down. Straight away. Yeah. <laughs> because... So we've had to put in a giant retaining wall, which covers the view, but it's better for fire safety and cut. Rip it the f*** down. <laughs> Get it off my property. Oh, we've got Australian Grand Designs. Really? We tried Australian Top Gear. Do we have to do Australian oh, everything? It's, it's, Just it's, stop it. Here's the, here's, the other day, the other, I kid you not, I was flying the other day, right? And I was going, okay, this is going to be Grand Designs. And they'd done a Grand Designs and that had gone on. And you see people looking at it and like watching it and you judge them. You go, is there, you've got a phone in your hand, which has got the whole universe on it. Mm. You've got a computer where you're pretending to do a spreadsheet for your job that you're probably going to lose. Or well, you're right? not going to take this opportunity to get four. 40 minutes of sleep, like Thank a person you. who's busy. Thank you, right. Or you've got a Jodie Pico novel. Why don't you read more what Jodie's got to throw at oh, you? yeah. Get more of that into it. <laughs> have you read all Paulina Simons, have you? Yeah, have yeah. you done all of Bryce Courtney? <laughs> have you knocked out over your Annie Prue's yeah, exactly. shipping report? <laughs> <laughs> Jodie right. Pico <laughs> has always got a traumatised girl right. on the cover. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I accidentally had a look up from what I was doing and just to see, I always like, all right, what painful thing have they thrown up today? And it was Toby Puttock's wine journey, right? (laughs) (laughs) Toby Puttock is still tying his wagon to Jamie Oliver's star. It's like, Toby, be your own man. Let it go. You've still got a hairstyle like Larry from the Three Stooges. Toby, please. Just... You know what they could do? This is what I was thinking. Candy Crush Saga has taken over the minds of every middle-aged woman, right? Right now, they, they're not even listening to us because mm. the Candy Crush Saga... comes as standard on Windows 10. I didn't know that. Yes, it comes as standard on. on Windows That's 10. That's how they're trying to get us Come back. Come on. Yeah. That's how they're trying to get us back. Hey, Windows, ship has bolted, hombre. Yeah. That's like when you remember when the Nokia 5110. Do you remember that? Which is the best mobile phone of all time. Snake. I, Snake. Snake. You know, all you have to say is... What more did it blew my mind? Yeah. Snake! It's like Pong on a mobile phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I couldn't... Cell phone for those... Yeah, cell phone, thank you very much. Yes. The 5110. Oh. I, I, I still... Now, I'm oh. still shame-faced that I ever got rid of that phone. What a phone. And what was its other great claim to fame? What did it also invent? Changeable covers. Oh. Right. I had a, I had a light blue. Did you? I had the dark red. I tell you what, boy, did that baby heat up after about a 30-minute yeah. phone conversation. She's a microwave. I've got to go because all... I can't hold this anymore. All right. You know what else he invented? That is the guy. We Let's hold him responsible for the narcissism that exists in society today because the phone stopped being a phone yeah. and started being a fashion accessory. That's true. And you used to show people, look at my uh, Thomas the Tank engine. Uh, that was I remember that very yeah. clearly because a guy, who, a friend of mine, he goes, look at me cover. And it was Thomas the Tank engine. And I went... You've gone for Thomas the Tank Engine? And he goes, well, it was either that or SpongeBob, and I wanted a new cover. He was the original <laughs> hipster. I'm like, all right. Well, you've made your point. Either way, what was the point of all that? Oh, yeah, Grand Designs. Go f*** yourself. Yeah, Grand Designs. <laughs> and a whole lot of other TV shows. And a big we cheerio to into. our sponsor, Grand Designs and Toby Puttock's Wine Journey. <laughs> we got way off the journey. I can't remember well, exactly how we got onto Grand well, Designs. I'll give you a, let, me, let me bring you back. Let me give yeah. you a few lessons we've learned about growing up. We're going to leave you because uh, we've actually done none of the things that were on my list. I wanted to talk about the 10% bank account where you're 16 years old and you just every time you get paid, 10% of your wage goes into that bank account. Wow. Everyone, if you've got a, a young person in your life and they're 16, do that. Make sure they do that because when the time they're 30, they'll actually have some money. Definitely do that. I'm going to four, I'm 43. I'm going to start that now. Yeah, you know, remember we used to get bank books in schools? Yes. 
Exactly. And it works, kids. So actually do that. That's my only bit of uh, advice at the moment. But Jay, what are you going to go? What A few lessons that we have learned Please. about growing up. Number one, courtesy of Nicolas Cage, do not buy a castle. Never buy a castle. Never, ever. Number two, uh, lesson growing up, do not chase your dreams. Yeah. Good, a la really the balloon guy. Yeah. Danny Deck Chair. Danny, you know what? Danny, Danny Deck, Deck Chair has taught us anything. I reckon there's some logic in abandon your dreams. Well, let me tell you. Be what, realistic. What has Neil Armstrong done since? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm. Sat, in his, sat in his house. Guy, I went to the moon. You're oh, right. but you can change the cover on your phone, Neil. Yeah. I went to the moon. I went to yeah. the moon in case you missed yeah. my Twitter bio. He is candy crushing as we speak. Okay, dead or alive, Neil Armstrong. He's dead, mate. Yep. Number three, photograph your luggage before you get on the plane. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah, a little yeah, snap. Yeah, good call, because when they tape the sex toy to the front, you want to have some plausible deniability. Excellent. Number four, according to Lawrence Mooney, become unpredictable. Mm. Well, that's... Well, Hang on. If you had to rate that out of 10 for your life as being helpful, 10 being the most helpful, zero being not helpful, how has being unpredictable gone for you? Oh, badly. Pretty badly. <laughs> Women like predictability. Employers like predictability. Friends. Society likes predictability. Thanks. Banks. This this is a lesson, Lawrence, that goes into what my great friend Gary always says. Yeah. In everything you do, you are always an example. Sometimes a good Whoa. example, sometimes a bad example. Becoming unpredictable, oh, possibly a bad example. A example. But uh, the last bastion of people that love unpredictability is audiences. And that's where I make my dollars. Oh, well done. So we should release this podcast like once six every quarter. Occasionally I should. Occasionally available on iTunes. Occasionally I should punch a punter in the front row. The true, <laughs> the true uh, sign that you have growing up is you're no longer pissing yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. In fact, I've got it all under control now, bodily functions. And finally, we like to, we like to give some, just something to take out with you. You've, you've finished listening to us. You're mm. going out about your day. Please. One thing to remember, based on the contents of today's show about growing up, do not buy used sex toys in oh, Queensland. Well done. Yeah, That'll that's do right. Us. That'll do us. Because it takes you into a whole new realm of fauna and flora. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Baby, baby. She's covered in sailors at this point. Just covered in them. She's covered in sailors. Now, She's like... Sex toy. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with more uh, Ed and Moon, our man Jay in the middle next time. Our theme for next time is still under wraps, but uh, I believe we might even have some uh, pretty funky guests. So make sure you download the uh, podcast. Make sure you hit us up on your various social media, whatever that you do, and look out mm. for it.